name's Travis Sims, and I am the founder and CEO of AGC Accelerated Global Connections. And this is the AGC Experience. Our lives are a series of choices. Each choice leads to a result. Would you like to easily know which choices are the right life choices for you? If you've never met Amy Tyson, owner of Infinity Life Design, make it a priority to connect with her. Amy is a master of feng shui and batzi, which she calls destiny analysis. She assists her clients in understanding the hidden forces that are influencing their lives. A destiny reading with Amy is like reading a book all about you. She highlights which decisions will bring you to your fullest potential and which choices will lead you down a path of obstacles. If you're struggling with a challenge or you want to lift your life even higher, get connected with Amy and Infinity Life Design on facebook.com slash infinitylifedesign or subscribe to her online newsletter at infinitylifedesign.com and connect with your infinite life. She's a straight-talking, no-sugar-coating, results-getting, highly energetic speaker and a high-performance coach. And her, her passion is to teach women to make their annual income in just a couple of months. Her clients go from just setting goals that they never achieved to making predictable success. Uh, everyone, excited to have her here. Virtually. Give it up for Linda Hales. And the crowd went wild. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. I am so honored to be here today uh, speaking on the AGC stage. I'm actually going to set my timer, guys, because I want to be respectful of the time and um, of everyone's time, right? Um, this is something that we must learn how to do uh, to be able to engage with other people's audiences and to respect time and, um, and, you know, and everything fall into place. I love being a timely person, being on time. So I, I respect time. Thank you so much for inviting me here today. The topic of my uh, today's conversation that I want to have with you is how I turned my uh, disadvantages into advantages and how do underdogs turn those disadvantages into their edge. I resonate very much so with being an underdog because of some of the things that Joshua shared with you just now in the introduction that he made when he brought me to the stage. Uh, there are many things in my life that would, that make me connect with the, uh, archetype of an underdog. And those would be, um, all of the hardship that I had that I faced in my life after my divorce, after my divorce, I faced a lot of financial and life hardship because I wasn't ready financially and somewhat even emotionally to face life on my own having been a stay-at-home wife for over a decade and having relied solely on my ex-husband's salary to take care of us one of the biggest things that kept me in that awful relationship within that marriage was fear of not being able to make it on my own 
because everywhere that I called and I looked there, you know, nowhere that you wanted to live in a nice place, nowhere were the rents less than $1,300. And I'm going, I haven't worked in over a decade. I don't have a job. Even if I go get a job making $14 an hour, that's not even enough to pay for my rent. So fear, which I will talk about during this talk, uh, kept me stuck until I learned to use fear as an advantage. So when you are an underdog, you have nothing to lose and you have no one to disappoint. Okay. The minute that you realize this, I wish I could go back in time and, and, and put my finger on a specific date and time that this is when I realized this, but somewhere along my journey, I realized I don't have, I really don't have anything to lose. I'm broke. My credit is bad. I remember writing a bad check to U-Haul to the trucking company to go pick up used furniture from a women's shelter. And I knew that check was bad, but I needed a truck. And so when, when you are an underdog, you have nothing to lose and no one to disappoint because everybody already gave up on you or already put you in a category of, oh, you know, she's having a hard time. He's having a hard time. So they make excuses for you in that feeling of sorry and that empathy that they have for you and, and sympathy. They almost like, well, we don't expect her to win. We don't expect him to win. And everything that you do that's subpar, people tend to understand because they made an allowance for you. Eh, she's, doing, she's going through a hard time. So underdogs almost always find their power in the phrase you can't even though once upon a time it held a lot of power as i go through these bullet points of what underdogs do i will share a snippet of my story so that i can bring that point home for you so i remember uh, being married and saying to my ex-husband we lived in orlando florida i'm from florida we would drive past the mad where the magic basketball team plays and um, at that point, it was the Orlando Arena. And I would say, one day, I'm going to land in there in a helicopter, and I'm going to be doing talks. And he looked at me and said, why are you dreaming of that? Why do you dream like that, Linda? Why do you have these dreams of grandiosity? And so in him saying that, it was his attempt to say, you dreaming like that is awful, and you dream of things that you can't achieve. So I jokingly said back, well, you don't have to go there in the helicopter with me. You can just arrive in the limo with the kids. And he said, you don't get it. You are never going to do that. Stop dreaming of crazy things like that. And I don't know where you get this feeling of grandiosity. To him, having big dreams meant grandiosity. And apparently to him, people who dream of grandiosity are full of themselves. And that's a negative trait to have. So uh, um, I didn't realize it that day, but throughout my life, as the years went on, that you can't became the let me show you how I will. So the underdogs always use the you can't to prove that I can. Underdogs can try a bunch of new ways, meaning that they can fail 
and fail quickly and pivot because again, no one is paying them much attention. Being underestimated is a huge advantage when you are an underdog. And so let me explain to you how that played out in my business. When I started my business in the internet space, it was 2015. I started using the live streaming platform called uh, Stream, uh, not StreamYard, uh, Periscope. And I went live on Periscope. I literally was just doing what everybody else was doing. I had no coach because I had no money to hire a coach. And so I remember going live several times. I launched a one month group program. Do not laugh. I charged $97 for whoever wanted to join to work with me for a month in a group program. I was a relationship coach at that point. 11 women signed up and I was immediately bitten by the making money online bug. However, <laughs> um, uh, as I was facilitating that group, I realized, I don't really think that this type of group teaching is for me. And then I said, I'll just go start teaching one-on-one. -on -one. And I started teaching one-on-one. -on -one, and then I started, I went from relationship coaching to breakup coaching. And what I mean by that was that I would teach women how to tell the behavior patterns of toxic, narcissistic, dysfunctional people that they would need to break up from or, in, uh, or put boundaries with, you know, with to be able to have healthy relationships and move forward and not be affected by those toxic relationships in their lives. And then from that, I transitioned into a book coach because I wrote a book and people wanted to know, how do you write a book? And then from that, I transitioned into a speaking coach because I landed a TEDx talk and people were like, teach me how to do a TEDx talk. And I was like, well, I can't teach you how to do a TEDx talk. I can teach you how to speak and how to, you know, carry a, a theme through a, a, a speech for, you know, I can help you get ready for that. And so then, then people were like, well, Linda, you're flying all over the place to see clients. Teach me how to make money like that. And so as I tried things and I made money, I call that earning while you learn. Earn while you learn. I was trying new things and then figuring, this is not really my passion. I don't really love this. I'm grateful that I made money with it, but let me evolve into the next iteration of this business. Let me do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing because no one really cared about Linda Hales. Nobody was like, oh, Linda Hales, I'm not Tony Robbins. So nobody cared if I changed my Facebook cover from relationship coach to author you know, and book coach from author and book coach to speaking coach, from speaking coach to business coach, from business coach to sales coach. No one was checking for me so hard that I was stuck with this messaging. Oftentimes when we hire business coaches in the internet space, they're like, well, you have to get your messaging right. I'm here to tell you that when you show up authentically and yourself, which is another thing that underdogs do, <laughs> people will hire you and they will pay you because of who you are and they know the result that they can get from you. So being an underdog was an advantage that I had that I could change my messaging on my Facebook cover and on my live streams almost daily. And no one really cared. They were like, oh, look, Linda's growing. Oh, Linda's doing something new. Nobody was judging me. And so underdogs use the fact that no one is checking for them to their advantage. Underdogs are relentless and they are resourceful while others who have already made it can fix a problem by throwing money at it. Underdogs are motivated by their lack of resources and keep trying things in order to make progress. This is where underdogs will 
devour YouTube videos at night. This is where underdogs will spend hundreds of dollars on books. Their Amazon, you know, their Prime account pays for itself. This is where underdogs will accept being interviewed on podcasts and places like this because they're like, hey, there's already an audience there that's already created. I can go add a lot of value. I can just go be me and the people who are already in that platform, if they like me, they'll go find me. How great. I don't have to spend money on Facebook ads. I don't have to spend money on Google AdWords. I don't have to spend money on YouTube ads. I don't have to do any of that because as an underdog, I am resourceful and I am relentless in the pursuit of those resources that, that when the people offer me the resources, they benefit from me showing up and I benefit from them. It's a sharpening the edge of each other. Underdogs are relentless in their ability to be resourceful in that manner. They see opportunities. It's like when you are an underdog, you have 3D glasses on, on all the time. And you go through life like seeking out opportunities. You are like an opportunity magnet. Not because you are opportunistic, right? But because again, you both, both up, you showing up for the opportunity and the opportunity presented to you can help sharpen. Both people benefit from, from that. And underdogs position themselves to win in that, in that way. Underdogs don't have to care what other people think. Underdogs take any harvest that they got from any seeds that they did plant and, and it gave fruit and they use it to plant some more. They don't use up all the harvest. So whenever I had a little bit of money and I invested in a coach and I learned a skill set and I got a result, I went and I invested from that money that I made back into more coaching. I didn't just take all that money and say, oh, I'm going to pay off all these bills. I continued to keep the mindset of the, when I was broke and struggling, being broke and having struggled did something for me. I'm always very close to my brokenness and my struggleness. I'm not too good to forget that that's where I was very recently. So I never misuse my resources. I take the harvest that I get from the seeds that I plant and I plant and I replant and I get more and more harvest. And that's when you could be like, oh my God. Underdogs immediately teach what they learn. Anything that you learned and you got a result in, you go and you teach it. Why? Because you want to prove to yourself that you know it. If you want to know if you know something, your ability to teach it will let you know. So you go and you teach it. Once you teach it, what is that doing? You're adding value to someone else's life. And when you add enough value to enough people, you will always have what you want, including money. Including money. Underdogs consistently defy fear by doing what scares them. Why? Because extreme experiences help to expand your comfort zone beyond that level of an average person. Pushing the envelope and facing your fears will give you the courage and the confidence to take risks in your life and in your business. The most recent thing that I did to overcome my fears was jump from a plane a year and a half ago on my birthday. It was wild. But before then, moving from Florida to Houston, being an only child and not having any friends or family here, that was a big scary thing. 
leaving my very abusive husband when I was a stay-at-home wife and didn't have my own money was another part of my life that I did something that scared me and I still live through it. If you want to be a powerhouse, there's another word that I want to say, but I can't use it on here. If you want to be a powerhouse, if you want to dominate, if you want to take control of your life, if you want to suck the air out of any room that you step in with your confidence when you walk in, you must make your life a boot camp of doing things that scare you often. That is the way that you strengthen your courage muscle, your confidence muscle, so that you can translate that confidence and that courage into business, into work, into difficult conversations that you must have with family members, with your children, with your spouse, difficult business choices that you need to make, a big investment, an investment into a property that you want to do. I want to become a real estate investor. I've never done that. That's scary. I'm going to do it anyway. You understand what I'm saying? There are I could do a whole one hour talk about this. I literally have two seconds to go before this clock tells me that 15 minutes are up. And I appreciate you so much for having shared these 15 minutes with me today so that I could have just this much of time into a window in your life to just be part of you for these 15 minutes of your life and hopefully impart something in you that if you've never been able to resonate with what an underdog is, that you start to see the areas of your life that you can use to your advantage. And if you are an underdog, to give you courage and to give you hope that you can continue on the path that you're on and you will find success. Thank you so much for having me here today. Joshua, we're back to you.